Hi there, I'm going to try something different with this one. I'm going to bring you on a journey. Um, I've got about a 10 kilometer journey to do and I'm recording this before I start moving and I'm going to uh, stop recording after I pull in and it's safe to use my phone. The sound quality may not be the best because I'm recording this through the Bluetooth speaker on my uh, or microphone on my car. So we'll see how it goes. I'm just going to turn the car on now. Okay, so that's the uh, welcome sound. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to reset the trip counter on here so it's reading zero. I'm at 100% battery. Uh, any little whirry noise you can hear is just a heating fan. I'm actually just reversing now. So the first thing that you really kind of notice is the um, the lack of sound, I suppose, really. Um, it's very, very quiet when you're driving. You get a bit of a whir from the electric motor. Uh, but apart from that, all you hear is road noise and um, a bit of wind noise, really, I suppose, when you're moving. So the first kilometer or so of my journey is on a bit of a bumpy road. So you may hear a few jolts in my voice as I've gone over the puddles. Um, well, yeah, even before you start driving the car, one of the first things that strikes you is that uh, it's really comfortable to sit in, but also it's nice and warm because I used the preheater. So at the moment, my uh, thermometer on my dashboard is saying it's 11 degrees out, which is actually probably not too bad for first week in March. I suppose it's a lovely sunny day today. But inside the car, it's about 22 degrees because... I set the car to uh, preheat before I got into it for this journey. So it's lovely and cozy in here. And when I was doing that, I was uh, connected to my power source at home. So the car was actually warming up using electricity, using power from my house, not using power from the battery pack. So it shouldn't have any impact on my range. And I suppose what it means is that I can actually turn the heating off in the car if I like now when I'm driving. Uh, having the heater on is going to take some power out of the battery pack uh, but because I've preheated the car I don't need to use that power uh, while I'm driving from the battery pack to heat the car so um, I was thinking again about the questions people had asked and even more people have been asking me since so just to kind of give you a little bit more of a heads up um, one of the questions people say to me is about how much it costs to actually run the car now there's lots of different variables on this and it's a bit like any car really the harder you drive it the more um, energy you're going to consume it's the same as having a petrol car if you're driving it around the place at high revs all the time or at high speed all the time you're going to use more petrol and it's the exact same in uh, an electric vehicle so your your driving style is the main uh, factor i suppose really in, in um, how much uh, energy you use and therefore how much it costs to run the car but to give you a bit of a guideline, uh, I've done a lot of calculations on this in, in the, over the few months before I bought the car, and I've been able to record some uh, fairly thorough data from the car itself. There's a telematic system in the car that tracks every journey you take. If you wanted to, you can turn that off, but it tracks every journey that I take, so I can see how far I've gone, and I can see how much power I've consumed. And um, it's coming out, it varies, but it's coming out at around about 16 kilowatt hours per 100 kilometers. That's 16 kilowatt hours per 100 kilometers. Now, just to put that into context, I suppose if you have um, a regular, say, 1.5 or 1.6 petrol engine car, you're probably consuming in the region of about 6 liters 
of fuel per 100 kilometres. Now, six litres of fuel at the moment, uh, in the, with the current prices of petrol around the area where I live, six litres of petrol would cost you close to nine euros, okay? So about nine euros to go, to go 100 kilometres in a petrol car. Now, 16 kilowatt hours at the rate of electricity that I'm paying at home, I'm paying just under 13 cents per kilowatt hour. So 13 cents times 16, uh, I'm doing it off the top of my head here, but it's somewhere in the region of about just over 2 euros, maybe 2 euros and 20, something like that. So it's cost me about 2 euros and 20 cents to do 100 kilometers in my electric car. And it would be costing me about 8 to 9 euros in a petrol car. So roughly uh, 25 to 30 percent of the cost of the petrol car is what it will cost you for an EV. Now, the one thing that kind of adds an extra little kind of layer of bonus in on that is that if you're charging your car on the public network, uh, which I do, I, I top up a little bit whenever I can on the public network, um, it's free. So, for example, I, I give you a, a kind of my typical day would be I leave home with 100% battery in the car. I get to work with maybe 75 to 80% uh, in the car. And between a combination of work and maybe the public chargers in the area, I, I can pretty much leave work or leave, leave Galway where I work, uh, where the city where I work, we're close to 100% again. So it basically means that I'm putting power into the car for me to get to work from my house, uh, but I'm getting home from work for free. So I suppose if you were to look at that, that's a typical day for me. So if you're looking at €2.20 per 100 kilometres, well, it's, it's really only €1.10 per 100 kilometres if I'm getting half my charging effectively on the public network, which is free at the moment. So the savings are pretty big when it comes to just the uh, moving around. The second place you'll save is on servicing costs. So typically the Nissan Leaf costs about 120 to 130 euros to service. And that's once every year uh, or once every 20,000 kilometers. Um, there's not really much that the garage can do with the servicing. They open the bonnet, they do some visual checks, they do a battery health check. They replace the pollen filter. Um, they check for wear on tires and brake, uh, brakes and things like that. But really, there's not much they can do because it's not like a regular car. There's no oil filter for them to change. There's no oil for them to change. There's no air filter for them to change, apart from the pollen filter, which is a, a cabin uh, filter rather than an engine filter. So there's really not a whole lot uh, that the servicing entails, um, which means that it's, it's cheaper than uh, cheaper than a regular car. Um, the other thing as well is that the actual parts itself, just waiting here at the junction to come out, you can hear the indicator, okay, we're safe to go now. Uh, the other thing as well is about the parts, the um, brake pads, for instance. So when I bought my car, it was almost three years old. There was, about, there was just over 50,000 kilometers on it. And I got it inspected by Nissan before I made the purchase, before I made the deal. And uh, they said that the brake pads had 85% of their original um, uh, capacity. So in three years, the brake pads had lost 15% of their potential uh, braking um, power, which is very, very little when you think about it. And over 50,000 kilometers and the brake pads are still 85% of their, of their wear left in them. And the reason for that is that the motor 
when you take your foot off the accelerator, the motor actually starts to brake the car for you. So you only have to use the mechanical brakes at the very end of the manoeuvre when you want to actually come to a complete standstill. Um, so because you're doing that, you're saving on the uh, brake pads, the wear and tear on the brake pads and the brake discs. The other benefit of that, of course, is that when you're braking, you're actually generating power. It's like a dynamo. You're, you're generating power to go back into the batteries. And that's why uh, when I'm talking about 16 kilowatt hours per 100 uh, kilometers, um, that's a net figure. So I'm actually um, using, we'll say, 20 uh, kilowatt hours per 100 kilometers, but the car is actually producing four of that itself. Now, they're, they're just very round figures, but they're, it's there or thereabouts. So the net figure is 16 kilowatt hours. So what that means is that I have to put 16 kilowatt hours into the car from a power supply to get 100 kilometers. The car is actually using about 20 kilowatt hours to do that distance, but of that 20, four is being uh, generated by, uh, by the braking effect of the motor. So you're, you're actually saving on the amount of electricity you have to put in by regenerating power from the brakes when you slow down. So that's, some, that's just a little bit about the cost savings, really. Um, in general terms, you're going to spend about 25% roughly of the cost it would be for petrol. Uh, diesel, of, of course, at the moment is a little bit cheaper in Ireland. It's cheaper than petrol is. Uh, but the only thing about it is that those figures are always going to be in a, in a state of flux because petrol and diesel prices are only going one direction. They're, not, they're only going up. So as the, the, the next six months or year or 18 months, the savings of having an electric vehicle are actually going to get better because um, petrol and diesel prices are going to rise and um, electricity prices are, have been pretty stable in Ireland for the last number of years. They, might, they may go up slightly. Uh, who knows? You need a crystal ball to find that out. Um, so, yeah, the, the, I'm not saying that electricity won't go up in price but it's a guarantee that petrol is going to go up and, and diesel is going to go up in price. So I'm just coming to, the, to uh, pretty close to the end of my journey here now. Um, I have a nine kilometer trip and I've just done it up in about 8.7 kilometers now. And I started out this journey by telling you that I had 100% in the battery. So just as I come to the, close, uh, to the close of my nine kilometer journey here now, I want to tell you that I have 93% still left. So nine kilometers has taken about 70, uh, sorry, has taken about 7% of my battery. Okay, so that's more than one kilometer per percent. And that's more or less in line with, with what I'm finding. That on a, on a cold day, the car will do about 100 kilometers on a full charge. And on a warmer day, uh, the car will do a little bit more, 120 to, to perhaps 130. I haven't really put it to the test in the summer yet, but I'm getting consistently at least 100 kilometers per charge, even on a cold day. So that's the end of my journey, 9.1 kilometers, 93% left in the tank. And um, I'm going to sign out at that. And uh, I'm not sure what the quality of the, of the audio is going to be like. I'm doing it on the microphone in my car. So um, I hope you could hear me. Uh, that's it for now.